The 5-8, your Friday night hang. We take five of the week's most notable and newsworthy topics and spend eight minutes covering each one. Join me, Greg Oliar, and LB, Stephanie Koff, Friday nights, live, 5 Pacific, 8 Eastern. It's the 5-8. Here's what went down on Friday. Good evening. Welcome to the 5-8, where we discuss each of the week's five most fucked up topics for eight minutes each. Five topics, eight minutes, two hosts. I guess, Maybe. but not tonight. Uh, some curse words, a little singing, and as many cocktails as we deem necessary. LB, how are you? I'm good. I'm having a Diet Dr. Pepper tonight, and I am in the five of the five eight time zones. Okay. Back in That's the good. old, back in the old set here. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I can tell yeah, you. There's a California good. glow about you. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I might, I'm having a little internet issues. I apologize for that, everybody. So if I freeze up, you know, take a screenshot. If there's a funny face, why not Just make fun of it all? Um, but yeah, strike is over. Strike is over. I was going to so say, it's, it's good I news, right? I had a feeling it was coming and flew back and making sure I still have a career. <laughs> We're all, all writers are in a, in a bit of a panic. If you weren't, in an active job at the moment the strike happened, you know, we just haven't worked this whole time and now have to get our jobs. And so, um, but it's all good. It's really, it's all good. Uh, and we'll talk about that later. Yeah, there's a yeah. lot to get into. We'll talk about yeah. that later. Um, we'll talk about I'm that. having tonight, I'm having uh, Redemption Rye Neat because it's the 5-8 Neat. And for yeah. those unfamiliar, uh, what that means is that there's no guests. So it's just it's just the two of us um, making castles in the sky and talking about the topics. So that's what we're doing tonight. Uh, that's the five eight neat as opposed to the regular five eight. Um, and this is is the sixty fifth show. Uh, I keep screwing up the Roman numerals. Arthur, uh, thanks for correcting this. I don't know what I I think I'm going to just retire the Roman numerals now. But after you might it gets have to, see, to. Yeah. yeah, it just gets confusing. As much as I know that you contemplate the Roman Empire. Like legitimately, one of the few since we found out that's what men all all American men all they do is think about the Roman Empire. Yeah, but actually, I know one that does. Yeah, those were the days, you know. Those were the days. Uh, That in fact, there there is a coin um, in ancient Rome that the reverse depicts the end of a a gladiator bout where the guy's pulling putting a spear into the the prisoner on the on. And the, the inscription actually says in Latin, happy days are here again. So this is true. No, it thing. does not. I swear to God, not making it up. Not making it up. That's how old that is? Yeah. Happy days are here again. Yeah. Felix, right. whatever it is. I don't know. My Latin is a little rusty. You know? Yeah, yeah. Don't don't turn to me for Latin. Mm-hmm. That's my pops, yeah. not no. me. You just, yeah. Greek, sure. Babylonian, absolutely. But no, not Latin. Um, so did you hear the news? What, what news? <laughs> um, RFK Jr. is now running, uh, on a third party. It's the, it's the K CKTP. I don't know if you know about this party. It's the oh, clueless Kremlin tool party. That's, that's oh. his official party. Um, good on him for telling us exactly what he is. Uh, are you sure he's clueless? I cannot say we're going to just. We're going to yeah. give him the benefit of the doubt. Not that he deserves it, but, uh, you know, no, I don't know if a guy's running and just spewing act, just straight up Kremlin propaganda. That's, that's bad. Right. We're all, it's been, it's been seven years of this. We can all spot this now. We know who this guy is. Right. Yeah. So p- moving over to the independent side of things, uh, puts him in a position to actually be a spoiler because he's not going to get kicked out. Uh, when he won't win the nomination, he's still in there trying to um, peel votes away. So mm-hmm. um, he won't get elected, but he can nader this all the way into Trump's pocket. And I think that's what everybody should be paying attention to, quite frankly. Um, don't uh, you think that maybe there's people who are going to vote for Trump that don't want to vote for Trump, but instead will vote for him instead of Biden, and then it'll be a wash. That's People have been proposing that, too. Well, you can you can have a GOP wash in one hand and shit in the other and see which one fills up first. Uh, yeah. 
doing an adaptation of that old saying, but no, it's going to give Trump the nomination or he wouldn't be doing the, the presidency or he wouldn't be attempting it. That's that's why Roger Stone and Steve Bannon are mm. behind him. Yeah. That's the only reason. Yeah. So, <sighs> I mean, there are others, but yeah, that's yeah. the main reason. That's the so main everybody reason. can get pardoned apparently. So should we get into it? Let's get into it. Let's, Let's get, get into it. Let's do our, our five segments, eight minutes each. The clock is ticking. Kevin versus the world. Kevin versus the world. Uh, I'm talking, of course, about Kevin McCarthy, who's had quite a week. Uh, there's a lot of news this week. A lot of it is is generated by uh, McCarthy, who is, you know, he's a clown. We know this about McCarthy. You know, again, every time we bring the guy up, I know he's the Speaker of the House. We have to bring up. He disseminated false claims about the election before the election. He signed on to the Texas lawsuit that didn't want to certify Biden right after like a few weeks after the insurrection. He was in Mar-a-Lago kissing the ring of the guy who orchestrated the insurrection. And when he became speaker on what, the 37th or 38th ballot? I don't know. It was written in Roman numerals, so I can't tell. Uh, you know what? What happens? He immediately thanks Trump. And uh, so this guy, he he has no agency of his own, but he's in a pickle now. Um, there's two different things happening. The first is is this impeachment business. Uh, it's not even an impeachment business. It's they're trying to find some reason to impeach Biden and they cannot find one. Um, so this is they put their their top men on it, um, which is Jim Jordan and that Comer guy. And then this Jason Smith person who I've never seen talk before i i tweeted about this this that guy i mean he looks like chris farley in the in that in the van down by the river i mean he, he looks like him he's he doesn't really sound like him he sounds like i'm not going to say what he sounds like but you know the, he the sounds bad like a squeaky toy yeah, yeah he sounds, it, and it's like, like these are like the a, I, aren't, aren't I mean, isn't their whole thing that they're like alpha men and, you know, they're thinking about the Roman Empire and this is the best they've got, these three guys? I mean, they're, they're I, I don't know. So they're trying, they're trying everything up to it, including just, you know, Photoshopping fake shit and throwing it into the discourse, um, as that one guy did th this week, to try oh to make goodness. anything, um, you know, stick to Biden. And it's just not working because even, even Turley, Jonathan Turley, who's, um, you know, he was the guy that he, he's not basically on our side most of the time was like, yeah, this is there's nothing. There's nothing here. I don't know what you're talking about. So yeah. they have nothing. But I think back to the Ukraine thing. Remember the extortion bit in Ukraine where yeah. Trump, all he wanted was them to investigate Hunter Biden in Ukraine. He didn't care if he got caught or if there was any wrong. He just wrongdoing. wanted the announcement of the investigation. Yes. He yeah. wanted the piece of the soundbite, the piece of propaganda. Yeah. That's what he yes. wanted. And yeah. that's what this is. That's all this is. They want yeah. to be able to say, well, Biden's under investigation for, you know, possible wrongdoing. And we're impeached by, you know, we're impeached. And so people who are dumb enough to not pay attention to this equate what Biden did with what Trump did, which is how many, I mean, what, 90 something laws now that he's in charges that he has. I don't know. I've lost count. 91 I, count. I, more, yeah. more, more, more than episodes we've had of this fine show. Uh, yeah. it's a lot of, it's a lot of things we've been on That's for a, a while now. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, because Kevin is, Kevin is, it, it, it's not enough. He's got to have the world or at least try to stop it, try to come up against it. You know, uh, he's going to shut down the government. Yep. Yeah. And it's him. It, it, it's uniquely. It so what's happening just for, you know, we have these spending bills and they have to pass and, the Senate, Mitch McConnell, they passed a bill in the Senate to do this, to extend it, whatever. It's it's there. All Kevin McCarthy has to do is put this bill up to vote, and it will almost certainly pass because there's going to be enough Republicans that, you know, don't want the entire government to stop functioning and stop paying for military people and, you know, kids in orphanages and all this kind of stuff. There's enough Republicans who are, you know, in purple areas that are going to vote for this thing. And McCarthy knows that and he doesn't want it to be out there because he's afraid uh, that he's going to make his his whoremaster, Donald J. Trump, mad. Uh, because, again, 
the only reason that that we want to shut down the government is to throw more, uh, you know, sugar in the gas tank of all of the many, um, you know, investigations into Trump. That's all this is all about. But he also now, but the Matt Gates section of of uh, the House, the super MAGA people want they hate Kevin McCarthy and they want him gone. I'm not really sure why, because he's pretty much does whatever they say. Hmm. Um, remember, we made the, the song, you know, Margie Green, you've got yourself a speaker, even though she didn't want Kevin McCarthy. She's basically running this thing because yeah. Kevin will do whatever he's, she says. You know, she wants more tax, more cuts, more austerity, this and that. They all want chaos. That's what they want. And uh, again, this is not on the Democrats. This isn't even on like some of the this is all it's the MAGA shutdown. You know, that's it's, what Hakeem Jeffries great, called it. I haven't heard that yet. Um, that's such Hakeem a Jeffries thing. called it that. And that's what everybody okay. should be calling it. The MAGA, MAGA shutdown. Yeah. MAGA shutdown. Yeah. yeah. So there, it, now there are ways, I think, that they can do something to temporarily install a new speaker just for this bit. I was reading about, you know, some of the, the intricacies of this. So it'll be interesting to see mm. how long it lasts if McCarthy winds up keeping the job. Um, Cause there really isn't anybody else. I don't think that's going to get the votes necessarily. So um, I don't know. It's going to be weird. There's also the possibility that uh, Democrats will vote for McCarthy just to keep it going, which is also, you know, a thing that could, could happen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, there's a part of me. I, it's not good that people are going to be out of work. It's not good that our military is going to take this hit financially, which they will. Mm -hmm. It's none of it is good. It is an attack on democracy. It's just yep. chaos for the sake of chaos, because as we kind of have been covering, it's and addressing these are not serious people. No, they're not. They don't know how to, I think, even have a job anywhere in the real world. Yeah. Oh, it looks like I froze or you froze. I think you froze. I don't there know. I am. Yeah. <laughs> I froze. Your audio doesn't freeze, but, though, so, so it's okay. Oh, good. Okay, as long as my audio is going. So, yeah. the, you know, here we have it. This is, they, they need this, they need it shut down because otherwise they're going to have to show up and do some work or deal with the fact that they've uh, ginned up a ridiculous impeachment. You know, just because, oh, you peached our guys, they're going to peach your guy. It's just all, none of it is serious. All of it is sandbox. It's yeah. just all the sandbox. And I, 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 that's my, that's my mood. Yeah. I can't, I, I can't handle it. It's rubber. All right. 38 seconds. I think we're done. I don't have anything else to say about these fucking people. I really don't. You know, I loved all of the impeachment stuff and we'll get to that a little later too. Yeah. That yeah. was coming from the side of the Dems. Yeah, it was good. Are you frozen or am I frozen now? I'm I frozen. So okay. sorry, guys. I apologize. I it's tell. me. Okay. It's me. All right. So here we're going to put that um, timer on and go right into the second one because we don't know if we're going to get frozen out. Okay. All right. Second topic, fraud guarantee. Craig, Oliar, what happened? What happened? Um, what could possibly so happen since we were last together? Got lots of things happened. But one of the things that happened is that, okay, so... This is what I find funny about this. Trump is under indictment in four different jurisdictions now, right? Yeah. And we've all forgotten about the, the civil case in New York State being brought by Letitia James. And suddenly we were all reminded of it because, you know, the judge found that this guy basically inflated his books and lied to, uh, you know, his creditors about how much his properties were worth for years and years. And it's a big yeah. fraud. And uh, now he has to dissolve. Um, he's not basically he's not going to be licensed to operate his businesses in New York State anymore, um, which if you're based in New York State and do real estate in New York State is kind of a problem. I think I'm not I'm not a lawyer. I'm not you know an expert in this stuff. But it seems like if I'm the owner of a real estate company based in New York and I can no longer do legal business in New York, that might be a problem. Yeah, I, I actually don't know how long he's been doing real estate since he turned his fraudulent money laundering, you know, operation that with real estate with for foreign funds into an emoluments 
operation. I mean, I don't, I don't know that he needs yeah. it. I don't think he owns anything. I think we are going to see. I said something way back when in 2017 at hashtag Trump owns nothing. He doesn't mm -hmm. own any of this. I don't even know that he owns his name anymore. Um, so, you know, because he was in such massive debt and he was just giving away his properties and sticking his brand on stuff and going through the paces, even like in places like Batumi of opening up, a you know, breaking ground so that they could flush money through. But there was no very intention to build something or the money laundering operation that Ivanka was uh, running out of Baku with that Trump Baku, right? Yeah. Uh, that was tied into the Iranian Revolutionary Guard, and they admitted it. <laughs> yeah, and, and no one has even questioned it. It's like, oh yeah, they did that. So uh, that's what Trump does, you know. So maybe we'll find out who who owns his properties through this. I'm not sure. I, I I'm interested in how that all flushes out. I would love everybody to keep their eyes on that, you know, uh, and see what kind of information comes out because God knows we're not going to hear about it in, in the press. <laughs> maybe we will. I don't know. Uh, but this guy, you know, all the old greats that took him on successfully back in the day, David K. Johnson, um, his name, why can't I like spacing on it? I know his name very well. I used to work with Wayne Barrett. Um, I wish Wayne Barrett were alive to see this, uh, but he's going down. He's going down for being a, a big time fraudster. He won't go to prison. As you said, it's a civil case. But I think there's he's going to lose it all. He's just going to lose everything. He's liquidated. It's it. They're also That's they're it. they're making referral. They're making criminal referrals here too. That was part of the well, thing. So. Let's see what happens. I, mm -hmm. I, that should have all happened. I think everybody should have a side eye. Now that I'm a New Yorker, I, I hadn't liked Bragg since he got in. I know you are like, no, my friend says he's. I'm like, mm -mm. you know, if Cy Vance was finally coming around, was going to prosecute. Why did Alvin Bragg shut this all down? Clearly, clearly there's a massive case here. What was he doing? I, so I think that needs to be brought back into the discourse as well. And this man needs to be challenged. You know, yeah, I get it. He got not a mugshot, but he got, he was the first one to trot Trump in front of a judge um, or Donald after the, I hate calling him Trump, after that, uh, I don't even remember what it was. What did he do in New York? That was, uh, that was, the, oh, it was the Michael Stormy Cohen. Daniels, the yeah, election yeah, yeah, yeah. interference, the porn star. I keep forgetting about the pornography. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah it's complicated. <laughs> but again, what? The election, the election fraud with the porn star. Right, right. I mean, and big picture here, you know, everything that he's involved with is because he is insecure about the size of something. With this, That's it was right. the size of his real estate portfolio. You know, it's the size of his with Stormy Daniels, you know, that kind of size. It's the size of his wallet. It's the, it's the size of the inauguration. It's the size of his it's, building. Yeah. Literal it's all about floors. It's big, 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 big. Yeah. You know, he's like What's the song mean, on the Peter right? Gabriel album. Peter Gabriel wrote a song about this like in 1983. You know, come on. And uh, that's who Trump is. He's, he's like big time made flesh. And oh, it's very oh, obvious um, that's it. Even his indictments. So many indictments. You've never seen so many indictments. So much indictment. So many charges. Winning. No, no president has had this many charges before. It's exciting. Yeah. Um, it yeah. is. I'm happy for him. <laughs> Good for yeah. him. Good for him. He's breaking records left yeah. and right. And yeah. now there, there was, before we came on, there was the bit of news that that Scott Hall bail bondsman guy has flipped and is cooperating with Fonnie Willis yeah. in Georgia and, you know, who knows what that means ultimately. But, you know, there is now the, the possibility that, uh, you know, once you know how it goes, once one person gets the deal, everyone runs for the exit kind of thing. So the chaos and shit show might ensue uh, even more chaotically and shit showedly as it already has. Well, we'll see. You know, we'll see. I, we'll see. I don't know. You know, they're these aren't um, ordered <laughs> individuals yeah. yeah true they're disordered so i, I you know i <laughs> your guess is as good as my guess your guess it's all a guessing game you know i i i still you know feel the pang of both paul manafort and mike flynn and weisselberg mm -hmm. right going through the oh we're cooperating we're gonna do it and then boom at the end no. yeah uh yeah oh yeah and we're being reminded Thank you very much for this reminder, dear listener. 
as soon as the towers fell, he was interviewed on 9-11. On on as the, I don't, were they both down? I think they were both down. Yeah, by he then. They were that, he had to come on and make that declaration of like, I now have the tallest building. And it was such a mm, impulse for him to make sure that he called in. Maybe he was panicked about other things. Could be. But he had to call in to the live New York Raider when there was mass, real true chaos and suffering and shock and what would end up being just this a mass grave, already a yeah. mass grave, bragging about now he's got the tallest building because yeah. that's what he is. And size still, matters. And you know? size matters. And still, all these fucking Americans are going to vote for him. Yeah. I want to vomit. I know. I know. Um, all right. Quickly. That's that. 34 seconds late. Okay. Quick, quickly. Uh, yeah. The whole like, he owns Trump Tower and it's his is kind of I wanted some real estate thing to look into that because it's a it's a it's a condo building. Right. Condo buildings in New York. When you buy a condo, you own the condo. If it's yeah. a co-op, if it's a, co a, a cooperative property, if it's that kind of housing, you actually buy shares in the cooperative and you don't own your own apartment. You own shares in the corporation or whatever. But yeah. a condo, you actually own the apartment. So like, you know, right. the Saudis, whatever floors they bought, they own that. And, you know, whoever else, whatever Russian mobsters bought stuff that he sold them to, whatever, they owned that. So the idea well, of Trump, who owns his condo that I cannot say, you know, <laughs> all, all 33,000 square feet or whatever he said it was. I think that's what yeah. he said in, in his thing. I think I told the story. Long, yeah, it's so stupid. I told the story and I'll come back and tell it again. Not tonight of Cody, um, who was the head of the union at uh, the, the uh, concrete union that ended up being part of the concrete cartel. Mm -hmm. And the woman uh, who he bought a condo for, but it wasn't his money, who I pretty much deduced it was Castellano's woman. But we'll tell that another time because <laughs> it's a really good one. He w they did not trust Donald um, to put in any of the uh, electricity you know, they had their own wiring crew, which was very rare. It, it almost never, it never happened at that time. You know, the building, as the building was being built, this was as it was building, being built. Um, so we'll talk about that. It's a fun one. <laughs> it's a fun one. Okay. Yeah. Put the pin in that mob. Put the okay. pin in that mob. All right. It's, uh, it's All time right. for, uh, you know. It's time for the vault. I think we had, we had, a, we did have a little book tour this week, which might be the only book that, that I buy out of the book tour crew um of former uh white house people so uh you and i have been talking about her quite a bit and yeah. we decided this was the week since we're doing five eight neat we're going to pull out when we used to do karaoke neat from the vault yeah. to testify and Donald's retrograms Your former boss refused to appear On other wenship alone It might just as well be mine All of Donald's goombas play with me He can throw the ketchup He can hang my pants He can end democracy on the fans He has pretends He's got judges on the dick And justice on the fence He's my, he's my, he's my, my, my. 
the lights are on but no one's home In Godless DOJ All we have is pissless trade and wrath But she's pals with Ginny And she loves the overstay The truth is that we're ruled by psychopaths As it is It's such a mind of blood Everyone's on in the food As it is The worst is yet a Yay. Shout out to my I, wife, Stephanie Faint John, for the for, shout uh, out to her Billy Joel impression. She's very good. <laughs> it's so great. I love drunken Billy Joel. It's the best. Oh my God. Well, uh, I just can't believe how prescient it is. I mean, it's it's just nothing's nothing's different. It still works, every beat of it. So uh, it's a little depressing, but yeah, there we are. it's depressing. Yeah. But you know, that's why. That's why we have the Billy Joel, you know, make us feel yeah. better. <laughs> That's fine. Um, yeah. Everybody. All right. So. Moving on. Moving on. We are rolling through tonight. Um, our third. Now I what can't about remember Bob? What oh. What about Bob? <laughs> what about Bob? What about I'm him? talking, of right. course, about Bob Menendez. Uh the senator from my home state of New Jersey who was indicted right before we came on the show last week. And we promised that we would talk about it this week. Yeah. So what I did is I went and I did a, a deep dive and I'm like, I'm going to have to write about this because it's important that we as uh, Democrats and people on the you know, non-MAGA side of things, mm -hmm. when people on our side break the law this egregiously, we need to call for their dismissal, removal, indictment, conviction, whatever. So, you know, we have to talk about this. And I did a little deep dive and, oh, my goodness, this is worse than I thought. I mean, mm. the indictment is insane. OK, I don't know okay. if people took I, I know there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, it's awful. He, he's the chair of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, which, among many other things, signs off on money that goes to foreign governments. So if right. money's going to Israel or Egypt or wherever, if he doesn't sign it, it doesn't go there. So he has a super powerful job in which he's directly responsible and, you know, dealing with foreign governments in a way that involves lots and lots and lots of money. So he's also probably I mean, I would guess if I was in a hostile foreign intelligence service, I would be targeting this guy. Um, and uh, anyway, so he got married again uh, <laughs> to this woman named Nadine uh, Arslanian, Um who uh, whose parents are Armenian. She was born in Beirut. She left Lebanon during the civil war there, moved to uh, London, from London to California, from California to New York, and somehow found herself at the IHOP in Union City, New Jersey, where the owner of said IHOP introduced her to Bob Menendez, um, who I she described as- Cute meat, meat cute. Yeah. <laughs> she described it as, quote, very, very hot, Unquote. Um, I don't know what to say about that. Um, yeah. So, you know, this is what's going on in the graphic I made. I, I, I just did Boris and Natasha and, re, you know, recolorized it because that's what they kind of look like to me. Um, so when the FBI. Winkle. Yeah. Boris and yeah. Natasha. Yeah. When the FBI, uh, you know, searched the house, they found enough cash in the house to buy a house. And gold bars, you know, very handy. Gold very bars, a couple, you know, hundred grand yeah. worth of gold bars. So, all told, about six hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of cash and gold. Like, and he comes out and denies there's any wrongdoing. Is trying That's to explain why he has all this money squirreled away, <laughs> and he's like, 
my parents grew up in Cuba and they had to hide money. And oh, please. Thanks. 650 grand? Yeah. Where did Don't. that money even come from? Like you're a senator. Like, so also in the indictment is that, you know, she, Nadine, before they got married, was like buddies with this guy who has deep ties to Cairo, to the Egyptian government, and was basically, according to the indictment, getting this money in exchange for like helping him, giving him information, helping with the stuff. There was a thing about uh, involving a, a contract for halal meat going to Egypt that he was allegedly working out to try to give them a monopoly on lots of lots of shady shit. And, uh, you know, and Pete struck last week alluded to this where, you know, the guy's already been indicted for corruption before in yeah. 2015. Um, and got out of it. Like a chance. Hung jury, you know, and yeah. uh, I don't know. And all of his defense, if you read his defenses, very, very Trumpian, you know, the, he, he may as well have said the deep states out to get me. Because he, mm. he blamed forces on the inside that were out to get him. Because why? Because he's like, they can't stand it that that a that a Latino American is in this position. That's why they're out to get him, Milky. That's, That's why it. they're out to get him. Yeah. Mm. Ian and Enrico Terrio have that in common, I think. Mm -hmm. So listen, uh, I have to look at I still haven't looked at the timelines and gone back to it. There's a note about uh Menendez, that's, I think, important to just a detail to log in everyone's brain. And then I want to look back at the years. Uh, he was the first big senator or one of the one of the first big senators to champion back in the day when Bob Levinson had been captured. Uh, it took it was a few years after that, but to champion um, Bob's uh, to the, for the resources to get, you know, working with the family, trying to get the resources to get Bob Levinson out of hostage, Bob Levinson, for anybody who doesn't remember, was the longest held US captive in history, former FBI agent in New York that um, was on the, I think the Gambino family beat um, in the 70s and 80s, and then was watched the Russian mafia roll in, saw what a threat it was when no one else was really paying attention to it, and became known as a semi, the Mogilevich hunter. So uh, he focused in on Semyon Mogilevich, who was, uh, all of Donald Trump's business partners seem to have money from this guy. <laughs> you know, I wrote a big thing about it, did a lot of research on it. Um, so that was Bob. And then he went into the private sector. Oh, I froze again. Gone. So I'll, I'll, you can read what I've written about him uh, and, and with Lunu, who did great research. We can talk about this all day long. The point being that Menendez, uh, championed him. Yeah. Of corruption with him began after that. So whatever that means, it means. I did see that John Cipher today, um, who I do respect and look at on on Shitter, whatever this this app <laughs> is, um, and as a professional, uh, re was tweeting out an article written about how what it looks like this year, just looking at this, this man was being cultivated and recruited to be uh, for an asset, right? So at the very least, he should have registered Farah. He is a, he's an unregistered foreign agent for Egypt. At the very least, that's what he yeah. is. Um, and God only knows what he did with our, with the sensitive material he had his hands on. I mean, it seems like to me that that isn't the case, that it was just pure, yeah. you know, tit for tat, quid pro quo. Pro hey, pro help pro me, pro. help me. I'm going to get the halal meat deal and I'll give you these gold bars. Okay. Um, well, we'll you know, could be, could be more, could be actually even more sinister. It could be. Yeah. So, and uh, we'll see. Know. I hope uh, I need, I, I want him to go away. Go Ret resign. This is, not you can't have this. You can't have this in the Democrat Party. You can't have this level. Of, while the Republican frontrunner is indicted under the Espionage Act for actually yeah. stealing all these secrets, like fuck off, Bob Menendez. How about that? Fuck yeah. off. Go away. Um, now Chuck Schumer said that no, innocent until proven guilty. Blah blah blah. So oh, Chuck Schumer. Ah. 
Yeah. I had enough of him too. <laughs> it's nonsense. No, I think, you but, know, it, it's one of these things that in order to maintain the high ground, we have to get rid of the guy. And New Jersey has a Democratic governor. We're going to get, a, you know, like I said last week, we could get we could get Senator Springsteen. We could get who knows. There's lots of cool people in New Jersey that could do this job. So, you know, let's he's not the only person that can do it. I alone can fix it. No, um, I think it's one of these things where we're going to have to. Uh, <laughs> your screen froze and your the face you're making was particularly funny oh good no yeah. you were like snarling like you're oh, almost good. like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. it was good i'm gonna have to go back to this what is it 38 20 when i pull the 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 picture to you hey guys not, that's the I'm way good. it goes yeah yeah that's what, so okay i hope that yeah <laughs> yeah uh, he should be fired. Hey guys, for, so yeah. here we go. Uh okay, you're frozen again, which is right at the part where we want to talk about the strike. Am I here? Now, now you're here. You're 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 flickering no. in and out. Is it there's like a thunderstorm there or something? I don't know. I'm here. <laughs> I I bl I blame forces on the inside for going forces. after your wi-fi yeah forces. forces on the inside i already showed the timer though we're at seven okay. we've got 734 right. um the strike what happened with the strike <coughs> oh we have a little promo of something new we're gonna try something out guys okay we're do we want to do this now okay We're trying out a new game. So, Greg, as you play that promo, I'm going to log off and log back on and see if it helps. Okay, that's a good idea. Okay, okay. here we go. All right, I'll be right back. Okay. How do I know? You said I'm funny. How the fuck am I funny? What the fuck is so funny about me? Tell me. Tell me what's funny. Get the fuck out of here, Tommy. <laughs> you motherfucker. I almost had him. I almost had him. <laughs> yeah, stuttering prick yet. Frankie, was he shaking? <laughs> I wonder about you sometimes, Henry. You may fold under questioning. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> the game is fucked or funny. And so we're going to debate this, uh, whether the story I'm about to tell you um, it's about myself and whether it, I'm, it's fucked, it, I'm fucked, or it's funny. Okay. 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 Wait, wait, your mic just went out. Oh, for, of course it does. Okay, now you're okay. Now you're okay. Okay. It has to do with um, me coming back into town for the end of the strike. So I'm all excited. I can tell the strike is going to end. I, you know, we, we when Donna Langley showed up... <laughs> In person, I was like, oh, this is it. I got to get back to L.A. Right. Uh, so because um, I knew she was just she's she's actually a good executive. And um, it, despite all their big, huge salaries, which are villainous salaries to begin with, um, she, I knew like these guys aren't showing up in person unless they want this done and ended. So and they had the power to do it because the writers were just asking for, excuse me, the same thing every time. This is what we want. This is what we want. This is a minimum of what we want. This is it. And we stuck to it and we got it. We got it. So there's all kinds. You guys can read about what we got. I, for one of the things that's underreported that I'm thrilled about is with the streamers, we have the right, they have to disclose the data to us now. They didn't have to do that before. So it was always very, we, you know, here we are. Like people, those of us who've been around since before these streamers, Writing, it was very weird when they came in. I think I've said this before. Of you're going from these, you know, brick and mortar studios where everything's been done the same, you know, in a way, the same way for years and years. Everyone's professional development executives to the heads of the studio. You've got producers on the lot. You've got writers' buildings on the lot. It feels like a home when you're creative, especially a screenwriter, and you make it to where you're working on a lot and, you know, getting those kind of gigs and writing movies, whether they make them or not. In my case. Um, it just, it's traditional and it's, it's la la land. It's fantastic. And then in came these streamers in came the Netflix and the, you know, the, and it was weird. It was like Silicon Valley just came and, and it was like, 
and the meetings are weird and they're talking about data and demographics and we can't share any of that with you. And we had, you know, there was no, our residuals, you know, in the success of shows, even like my podcast, which was launched Apple's streaming platform, a podcast platform, launched it. And they're like, well, you know, we'll be able to tell you, we, we'll know exactly how many people you converted into subscribers and everything. And you get paid this amount on it. But then they would never show us the data. We couldn't get the data and we wouldn't, weren't getting paid. So that's now in the mix. Now they've got to show us. And so finally, for the first time, we'll have eyes on our content and what happens with our content with these streamers, streamers and they will pay on the performance of it instead of just saying, well, your show didn't do really well, but not showing us how or why. Even we're like, how, what, what do you mean? <laughs> so big gains across the board. The first regulation of AI, um, we've got gains there, like just a you know, breakthrough moment there. And hopefully the actors who are still on strike, everybody remember the actors are still on strike. They still, we st we, there's entertainment industry funds to help people out. We still need to you know, support them. Gotta be there, back them up. But this deal um, gives them the possibility of big gains as well. So it's a heroic moment for labor. We stuck together and we did it. It's thrilling. So I'm back in LA. I'm so excited. I like have my, you know, boom, Wednesday, the deal's over. And my meeting was already scheduled with my agents. I'm there. I look great. I'm ready for this. I've lost some weight even. I'm coming back to LA after my move to New York and the strike. And oh, it's fantastic. And everyone's on a high and we're feeling good there. And, you know, here's what we're here's what we're gonna do. Here's what it looks like the landscape. Then I'm, you know, I'm in Beverly Hills. I've got my meeting with my girlfriend after that and yay birthday celebration for her and oh i'm right there i'm literally two miles i could have walked to by the for that much to the rider skills thing and then i come back and i'm like you know just on this high i'm like great with my friends here right and i go to sleep i wake up at 3 a.m as i always do and there i'm looking at the things and there's all these pictures on Twitter of my fellow of my cohorts all celebrating in the theater because the strike and they had a party and I missed the party because the email for it came in like any other email during this whole strike process it was like come and you can either zoom in or you can come in here about the gains that we made in the contract and I didn't it didn't register for me that this was the celebration party so then I realized Oh my God, I fucking missed it. And I'm in town and I was right there. I missed the party. I didn't go, I didn't read all the way down where it said, we're gonna have refreshments and snacks. And if I had read the refreshments and snacks line, I would have realized it's a party. Cause it doesn't say we're gonna celebrate, come celebrate. It didn't say that. It said, we're gonna be here to tell you about the deal. And there'll be snacks and refreshments. But I didn't get to the snacks and refreshments. So it was like, a, oh, no. It was the Homer Simpson moment. And I feel I feel like it's a fucked up thing. Like, I'm here. It's fucked. I'm, I, I don't know. What do you think? Is it fucked or is it funny? Um, Can I just say, is it both? It can't be both. Can't be it both. It can't be both. I have to pick one, I think, is you the rule of the game. One. So, okay, we have to analyze this a little bit. People right. in the comments seem to say you're fucked. Okay. Yeah, dough. I'm seeing dough. Yeah, there's a lot of fucked, fucked, fucked. And, you know, sure, you know, this is something that's probably never going to happen again. You were right there and you missed it and you're never going to be able to ever. I'm have never going to happen again. It's yeah. a once in a fucking century strike. It's like this huge thing. I was part of the whole thing. Yeah. I missed the party. On the other hand, um, you know, I don't know who wrote that email. Need to get some writers. Maybe in the there. party sucked. I mean, it was what, it was in the middle of the afternoon. No, like, you should see the jubilation. Yeah, I'm left tweeting it like I was in New York. I'm tweeting it, but I'm here. I'm still fucking just tweeting. I mean, but then it is kind of funny because you know it's just a party that you missed, and it's not like you were doing. So it's not like you were at work. It's not like you were like you know working at the Starbucks as a barista. You were with your friend, right? You were having fun. It's all fine. I, think I was sleeping and jet lagged. That's even sure. better. You sleep. You know, it's nice to be asleep. I sleep is nice. It. You know, I don't know. So therefore, we can say 
the stakes are very low and therefore it is funny. And, uh, you know, I think it's fucked. And therefore I cannot drink the glass that's in front of me, but that's exactly what you would think. So I cannot drink the glass that is in front of you. Ah, we switched the glass here. Did you put the fucked in both glasses? Is that what we're going to find out? Did you poison both glasses? I've spent the last six years developing a uh, resistance to fucked. So there. <laughs> so it's that's funny. That's what you don't know. Okay. Uh, so it's yeah. funny. For anybody who doesn't know, that's from The Princess Bride. I hope you guys all got that. <laughs> it, wasn't, it, it wasn't too off. All right. Anyway, that's our new segment. I'm not, it's not that it's going to be a personal story every time we do it, but we can go into something of like, oh, my God, is this fucked or is this funny? You know? I don't know. Sometimes it's it's hard to tell. I mean, the Bo. I think Bobert in the theater maybe is 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 a candidate for that. Like, yeah, is she fucked or is it funny? Like, I think. But again, sometimes it's both. You really, you know, I do think she's fucked though, in that case. Although not in the theater at that moment, which is probably what she wanted. But her career is is going to be over. I don't think. I, don't I think, think that's so. gonna. No, I think that's gonna cost her enough votes. She I lost by a dozen votes or something. People don't like that stuff. That's classless, weird. You know. I don't think it's, I think she's, she screwed herself. I do. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Maybe. All yeah. right. Do you have any announcements for us this week? We have a couple of announcements. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I want to say, first of all, last week, uh, you know, let me see if I can find this thing again here. Uh, slides. Uh, here we go. We have the, we have this to join, right? Yes. Uh, we love for you to subscribe. We'd love for you to join. Um, and for anybody that joins at the membership level of Velvet Rope or Green Room, which is $5.99, and the other one is, I think, $19.99, we, um, we set up a substack. So now we have the substack, and it's private. It's like behind the, the paywall. Uh, so if you email uh, the five... Wait, let me see if I can find this thing. I'm just all over these... These exciting, here it is. There. If you email the 58.media at gmail.com, if you've you know joined at those tiers and send me your email, I will will add you to the Substack and then you can comment and use the comment boards. So I think people are people are you know getting in. It took a little while, but to get in. I saw a couple people are in, words. you know, people are in. I'm there's in. a little bit of dialogue happening. Good. Um, okay. I'm hoping there's gonna be out. more. You know, someday, one day we're going to go to to Shitter, as you call it. Shitter is actually not the Elon Musk site. Shitter is where Donald Trump hid all the uh, classified oh, documents. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. What so, a line. Uh, what a great line. I'm so glad that made it into the congressional record. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's wonderful stuff. Um, <laughs> so anyway, we've, we've created this thing. It's there. Um, you have to email. I, I will say, if you subscribe yourself, it doesn't work right you have to email the email and let me do it uh yeah. so that i can Great give you the, charge the of all of this it so will get done. that's what i that's what was determined by me over the last week that's the one thing that has to happen so um if you're in send an email to that address we will add you and uh, you can join the fun so uh yeah and thank you as always we appreciate the memberships we appreciate the community um we appreciate the show we appreciate you and that's it that's what i've got for announcements so I love it. I don't have any. I I, I never have any. I never have anything new going on. Um, but I actually that's a that's a, a vast understatement. I do. It just takes a while, and then boom, there's a lot of news. So okay. we'll, just hang in there with me, everybody. There'll be some news soon. Okay. okay. All right. Let's go to our final topic. Unimpeachable. Yeah. So you know we were talking and. Uh, with a friend of ours about the women that have shown up amidst all of this corruption as we've, especially I think since uh, January 6th, right? Just the, the heightened quality of the human beings who happen to be women of it, it, truly you get down to it. It's like there's, unimpeachable character there. There's a spine in some of these women. They're the only Republicans we've been able to find that 
are behaving the way that we all thought and hoped Republicans would behave as they did back in the day with Richard Nixon when he was caught in all of his corruption to just put country over party have been women, mm-hmm. have been women and didn't do the Jeff Flake retire. Oh, I just have to leave. And, blah. you know, Liz Cheney stuck it out and she went ahead and ran for it, knowing she, knowing she was probably going to lose and she didn't compromise herself and she didn't chicken out. Yeah. Right. She's not somebody I would vote for. Right. With the thing, because I don't agree with her on uh, on abortion rights and our bodies. But she was true to who she was. She wasn't a spineless coward. She wasn't a power sucker. Mm-hmm. She had character, unimpeachable character in the moment that it mattered. Cassidy Hutchison. Another young woman, a young woman right, who was so far down on the totem pole of these men having all this power around her. And as you so rightly said, when her story first came out, she was running the country. Yeah. While all these men are running around with their heads cut off, trying to figure out how to hang on to power, even by uh, a coup, a violent coup, where law enforcement died. Yeah. Taking committing this now, we know massive acts of espionage to have hands on classified all of this. Here's this young woman who just held the line. Right? What can they do with about that? They don't know what to do about that. They don't know what to do with her. They except try to impeach her character, and and you can't because yeah. she's just sticking to the truth, weathering it going forward her composure, as someone is saying in here. Incredible. And then you have these young, new Democrats, right? I, I'm starting to really fall for AOC. I know a lot of people have been in the AOC camp from the very beginning. I was, I just, I don't know. I don't, I'm not, it, I wasn't that political, as I've said before, believe it or not. But what she, how she's been handling herself in these, both the sham hearings and when we had the real hearings, um, unimpeachable. Yeah. Just incredible character. That woman that you referenced, oh my God, I don't know her. <laughs> I'm just being introduced to her from Texas, this young congresswoman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. So everywhere we look, we're seeing women stand up to power, to corruption, right? Regardless of, I'll, on principle and sticking to their principles, it's not hard for them. I don't know why it's become so hard for all of these men to just live their principles or what the principles they declared. I guess they never meant it. I'm not trying to be a misandrist here, but I, I, it's, it's glaring to me and then we get to Senator Feinstein, right? He passed away yeah. today. And in her day, what she did for the lives of every American by actually getting responsible gun legislation passed, which all got reversed uh, because she was a friend, which put her in the survival cat- camp uh, of Harvey Milk, who had been gunned down, right? just executed by crazy person. Yeah. And uh, so she did that for all of us and saved lives, saved lives. Millions of thousands of lives. I don't know if you can go to millions, but we now know what happens when this, these guns proliferate like this thousands of lives. Um, I don't know why she had to end the way she ended in terms of her political career. I don't know why her family kept her in there. I don't know what Chuck Schumer was doing. I understand all the, you know, we had to get, we would never gotten anybody appointed because of these Republicans. Well, that was Mitch McConnell, you know, doing that as a minority leader. And then he had the gall to stand on the floor today and talk about her as a dear friend. So, they wouldn't have treated a man like that. Anyway, I had all those thoughts swirling around in my head about um, 
women who serve and their character. Yeah, yeah. well, well said, you know. Um, I think we need to throw a little more uh, opprobrium at Mitch there because, you know, uh, he might, <laughs> karma might come to bite him in the ass real fast for what he did with her. Um, and we'll see what happens. The Republicans have said that, you know, oh, no, we're going to let everybody into the committees. Fine. We'll see if they really do it. And if like I don't I don't understand how the Senate majority leader can't just put somebody on Be a majority board. leader. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm, I, maybe I'm dumb. Maybe it's kind of like when Hillary Clinton wins the election by 2.8 million votes and doesn't get to be president. I don't know. It's well, some inherent dumbness process. in the system. But you can you can say, well, we have the Electoral College. And so there's something that's been in place the whole time to where you can have the popular vote lose to the Electoral College. What uh, Chuck Schumer ceding his power in the Senate without thinking that's what he's doing all the time because he can't get creative or yeah. or he can't even communicate. This is why we can't have what we want to have. Even though these people are in a minority, we got to vote them out or we're going to wait until, you know, you know, maybe not tip his hand, but wait till somebody's, you know, the people are on vacation, convene everybody that, you know, is going to be Dems and pass some shit through. Do something. Yeah. Something. As you said, just try it. Try something, Chuck Schumer. Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't. No. I, he's not the right guy for the... We're seeing this a lot. There's, We've got a lot of duds. It's always the men, too, who are the duds, isn't it? So, uh, you know, to, to your point. But... You know, there's a maxim in the military that the generals are always fighting the last war. And I think that's what's going on here. You know, he's he's ap operating like it's 1997 or something. It, it's yeah. just not. It's a different time. The stakes are much higher. The threat level. It's threat level midnight, man. And, yeah. uh, you know, and he's not acting like it. He's acting like yeah. everything's fine. It's all hunky dory. I mean, we're in a situation now where, OK, she's she's now passed. So we're going to get a new senator from California. Um Menendez should resign. I don't know if he will. That would be a new senator from New Jersey. They're both Dems. It's 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 a little bit of chaos coming in, but you know, I don't know. Um, they're, yeah. On the other side, McConnell has has had his moments of not looking so great, and um, you know, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But we'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll see what happens. But in the meantime, we can celebrate um, the spine of women. Yeah, we can. we can, you know, I, I feel like also the women pay the price more in in this sort of thing. Like it's always, you know, like the whole Martha Stewart thing really bothers me you know, because how many guys do insider trading on Wall Street like all the time? Right. She goes into this one thing. She's the one that they make an example of. Why her? You know, and, you know, you go back to like, why Leona Helmsley and not Donald Trump? Why? Why? You know, I don't know. Must be something there. There's something to it's it. It's a mystery. It's as mysterious yeah. as why Donald is so obsessed with size. There's, you know, <laughs> these things can just never be known. No, they can never be known. Isn't like, isn't Donald Rumsfeld said that, right? There are known knowns, there are unknown knowns, there are known unknowns and unknown unknowns. And I think this yeah. is just an unknown unknown, you know? That's what I think. <laughs> Um, so <laughs> we're not going to do the after hours tonight because you got to go. Uh, I got to go. I got yeah. family. And, and it's on. an unforeseen yeah. thing that you got to attend yeah. to. We oh, will definitely, you know, come hell or high water or high water in Brooklyn right now. God be safe, everybody. Um, you know, we will do it after hours next week. Um, yeah. So, and you know what? Um, uh, we appreciate everybody. We always appreciate you showing up. We appreciate when you subscribe. We appreciate when you join. Um, we appreciate just seeing your comments on here. It's really yeah, lovely. Really and just having a space where we can talk. We will be back next week. Um, maybe we'll have a guest. Maybe we're not. I love it neat. Uh, but this has been fun, Greg. And you know what they say, Greg? What do they say? The traders are easy. <laughs> the 5-8 is hosted by me, Greg Oliar, and LB, Stephanie Koff. Animation is by Chunk, at Chunkled. The music is My Spy by Howie King, the sum of all music. Please like, share, and subscribe here and on YouTube. To become a 5-8 member and support our show, 
go to the58.com. That's the F-I-V-E number eight dot com. Join the party this weekend. We're your Friday night hang.